Hey everyone, AmFest 2023. Really excited to have another culture warrior, another warrior for uh, conservatives, for Christians, for families, for kids. We've got Rebecca Friedrichs. I said it correctly. You guys, we were coaching on making sure I didn't screw up her last name before we got started. Author and and also, uh, what, I, what's the right word to cut? So that Rebecca sued the teachers unions, y'all. Okay, that this is what she was like. Screw y'all. I'm suing you. Okay, so share with our viewers a little bit about you're a former educator. Mm-hmm. You said enough is enough. And so, so what? Start out by telling our viewers kind of what the last straw was for you as an educator to say, screw this. I'd love to. I got to go educate my people. I'd love to. So it's a little bit of a story. Okay. okay. All right. All right. So first of all, I started teaching in 1988. Okay. And I, the first thing I saw was a teacher abusing little children. <gasps> and I mean, literally grabbing them, yanking them, screaming in their little faces. They were first graders. And so I went to my master teacher who was training me and I said, I'm supposed to be a mandated reporter of child abuse. I see some, it's teacher next door. I don't know what to do. And she sat me down. She said, today's the day you learn about teacher unions. They're defending her. They, because of them, she's still in her job. The district can't get rid of her. It can take a district like $2 million to get rid of an abusive teacher like that. So then I watched for many years as that abusive teacher continued to abuse first, first graders year after year after year. And she left teaching when she decided to retire and probably received a nice fat pension for life. Right. So I thought that was wicked and evil that an organization could come in and defend teachers that are abusing children. So my whole teaching career, I knew there was a problem with the union. So I always pushed back on them. They were against parents having the right to put their kids in the school of their choice Mm. because they want every child in a government-run indoctrination center. That's right. So I was always pushing back. But about halfway into my career, I thought, wait a minute. I was forced as a condition of employment to pay these unions. Really? Oh, yeah. And I'm not talking a little bit of money. I'm talking $1,000 a year. Wow. The unions collect about $5 billion annually, tax-free from educators. What? Oh, yes. That's just the that's just the teacher unions. You add all the other government Public unions. Public sector unions. Oh, yeah. Which I'm very much uh, against. Oh, they're wicked. Very they're against. very wicked. Okay. And they don't love America. No. So they're collecting billions and billions annually okay. to harm our country, right. to, to harm, harm our children. Kids. So I thought this is wrong. And I could tell that my other teacher friends didn't agree with the agenda, the political agenda. They yeah. didn't want politics, their money going to politics. Right. So I became a union rep because I had to pay them. I'm going to become a union rep. I'm going to get right. in there All and right. I'm going to change things from the inside. Yeah. I did that for three years. Here's what I discovered. The unions didn't want to be changed. The unions were what they wanted, what they wanted to be. And that is a powerful political machine. They're a gigantic pack that takes money from teachers claiming it's dues for representing them. They do not represent teachers. If you're a teacher out there and you're thinking, well, they, they got me a raise. Okay, they do that so that you'll keep paying them so they can keep using your money to destroy America. So they can keep using your money to get a hold of innocent children and sexualize them. So they can use your money to push CRT and other communist agendas into our schools. So that's what the unions are really about. And I 
discovered that once I was on the inside. Ooh. I could see it. You see how the sausage is made. Exactly. Right? And it, you can't unsee it. it that's exactly you can't unsee that's it. it. You can't unsee it. I'd go to a conference like this, a teacher conference like this. Not one thing in the entire conference that had anything to do with curricula or teaching kids. So, oh, it was all Planned Parenthood, LGBTQ, Gelson, which is Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network. They worked to put basically pornography into elementary schools. And it just was blew my mind. It blew my mind what I saw. So and they would do nothing to help us to really help children in need. Mm-hmm. So once I saw that, the, you asked me about the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. I was a union rep. Okay. Obama was in office. Yep. The economy crashed. Yeah. Because Obama was in office. 2009. Yeah, right, yep. right around yep. then, 9, 10. So we find out that these incredible teachers are going to lose their job. Okay. I taught in a low income neighborhood, 42 languages on my campus. These kids were coming from everywhere, immigrants from all over the place. Great families. I loved it. I loved teaching there. And we suddenly learned that we were going to lose all these great teachers. Not the one that was abusing the kids. No, no, no. She had tenure. She'd been there a long time. We were going to lose these bright eyed, hardworking young teachers who'd been working their tails off and doing a really great job. Yeah. And so I went to bat for them. I said, yeah. I'm their union rep. All right. So I found yeah. I found out from the from the leadership of the district that if we took just a three percent pay cut, just three yeah. percent, we were the highest paid district in the county, by the way. Three okay. percent was nothing to us. OK. And I said, if we could take a three percent cut. cut in pay, yep. we could save every job. Wow. We could keep class sizes low. We could, you know what? We could stand in solidarity. I thought that's what unions do, stand in I solidarity. That was the point, yeah. We could stand in solidarity with the community because all these families had been losing jobs, losing hours. You know, they were struggling. Parents yeah. moving in with grandparents and all that. Absolutely. So I said, let's get in there. Let's be a part of this community. Let's take the pay cut. Do you know the teachers agreed with me? Really? That teachers wanted to do it. I told you the union doesn't represent good teachers. The union represents union activists who are not real teachers. Randy Weingarten taught it's one year. Randy Weingarten taught one year. Not a teacher. She's not a teacher. She doesn't she's know a community about organizer. She's a communist, and she's there to destroy uh, not only America but our schools. And she's just and our you children. know destroying yeah. America through our schools yeah. and our children. So. Uh, where was I? You said, okay, so the teachers agreed the to take the pay cut. So the teachers want to take the pay cut. And the union so said So I no. go to the union president and I say, teachers want to take a 3% pay cut. If we take this pay cut, we save all the jobs. Class sizes stay low in a low-income district. We do everything you claim to want for us, about. right? He says, absolutely not. The teachers will never go for it. I said, they've already gone for it. I've already asked them. They want to do it. He says, Absolutely not. Now I'm the middle middle child of five. Okay. I don't stop. Yeah. I can nag. Yeah. I can, you know, on and on. So <laughs> I, I have keep, a middle sister. I, I totally you know, know what you're you talking know, about. You know yeah. what I am. Because we never get any attention. So we can do all <laughs> So I'm I'm just nagging this guy for six months. I'm going, please, you know, the teachers want it. They want it. He keeps saying, no, they don't. So finally I said, I'll do a mail, I'll I'll create a what are those called? Like monkey, a, chimp, monkey, yeah, mail monkey, chimp or my, yeah, not mon- monkey, mail chimp, monkey something. something. Anyway, survey, monkey. A survey, survey. Monkey. survey. Monkey. I said, I'll make a survey, survey monkey eight. and we can send all the answers to your email. I don't even have to be a part yeah. of it. I'll create it. I'll do all the work. Yeah. If 51% of the teachers say no, I'll shut up. Then I won't we'll, say another word. We're going to let it go. If 51% of the teachers say, yeah, we want to save jobs. We want to keep class sizes low. We'll take a small pay cut. Yeah. Then we move forward. Yes. He says, no. Looks me dead in the face. It's the union president. Looks me dead in the face and says, Rebecca, no. We're going to take care of those teachers who are going to lose their jobs. We're going to take care of them. 
How? We're going to give them a survey on how to get unemployment benefits. And that is precisely what happened. Every one of those great teachers who had brought up scores, who had done a great job, lost their jobs and were taught how to get unemployment benefits. See, this is why I have been railing against public sector unions for years. These people, I mean, that is the proof, right? They are not about teachers. They are not about students. They are about themselves. Exactly. And enriching themselves and keeping that cycle going. Exactly. And so when they're very enriched, just let me tell you. Yeah. Five Most, billion. Oh, yeah. Five billion annually tax free. That's just what the teacher unions are collecting. If we added all the other government sector unions, SEIU, AFL-CIO, AFSCME, and they're they're unionizing, you know, people at the DOJ and the oh, by the way, the CDC is unionized. You wonder why they're corrupt. What? Every organization that's unionized is corrupt. Absolutely. All because there is it's an incentive. There is an incentive structure whenever you place opportunities for power. Exactly. Right. Exactly. exactly. Any time that there is power to be had, influence to be had, you're going to have corruption. Exactly. And exactly. and so what? So what is your main goal? When so you've got the book right, telling your story. You yep. sued the teachers union. What yep. was the outcome? We also of made that? a movie called oh. "Whose Children Are They?" Oh, the people can find it. Whosechildrenarethey.com. Oh, not yours, and, right? Because they don't think the children are yours, right? They're, they're mine. They're the village. And they're yours. They're and our the community. Children. Oh yeah, please, people out. There. If you're a conservative or you're a Christian, see, I hear Christians say this all the time. It takes a village. No, it, no, doesn't. it doesn't. It takes a family. Remember, Hillary Clinton is the one that says it takes a village. That's propaganda, people. It takes a family to raise a child. So that's how, it. what is your what how do you feel about homeschooling? What Love it. Of, yeah. Homes if, if the number one thing you could do for your child is homeschooling. I don't look, I've had parents say to me, I, I barely speak English. Your child will get a better education homeschooled if you barely speak English than they'll get in the public school. Amen. And that is not a put down to the great teachers that are there. There are many great teachers there. I was there for many years. So was my husband. Yep. We were trapped in a corrupt system. It didn't matter what, like, let's say your child had me in kindergarten and I taught your child some really great phonics and your child left reading and doing math. And well, then they had to get to the next teacher who might not be so good. Or then they had to, you know, have the LGBTQ assembly tell them that they need to change their gender tell them that there's a million genders this is what my sister said so my sister's still in the education system but she's not teaching anymore and so they had to do this you know anti-racism training and she made some comment to her director like oh i'm gonna miss the racist training and so how do i have to make up for it and he said do you mean the anti-racism training and she goes no i meant what i said i like your sister yeah I like her. But she's one of the only teachers who is actually standing up. Yes. And so she'll tell me stories about how none of the people that she or most of the people that she works with do not want this. They don't believe in it. They don't believe in the propaganda, but they won't say anything and they won't stand up. Why do you think there's so much fear and frankly, cowardice? Yeah. You know, I hate, you know, we don't, we're not, we're not supposed to insult people, but you know, whether it's the church or whether it's teachers, we're talking about cowardice in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Where do you think that comes from? Like, oh, why I, do you think we see so much of that in the schools? I know exactly where it comes from because I was in that system. Yeah. So the whole reason I sued the teachers unions, the whole reason I wrote this book, Standing Up to Goliath, and in this book, I explain it. The unions control with fear Mm. They control by keeping people in the dark about things, keeping them naive about things. Like most teachers don't know that it's the union that's pushing this whole transgender agenda. 
Most teachers and parents don't know that it's the PTA and the teachers unions that have made it so boys can dominate girls sports, sports, girls locker rooms and girls bathrooms. The PTA did that. And the teacher unions. Most teacher and parents don't know that. So teachers think, oh, this union's here to help me. But really, the union's there to terrorize you. So when you dare to stand up to the union, you get bullied in a big way. Like when I pushed back, there were whole years where nobody would talk to me on campus. Yeah, they use isolation big time. So because I dared to say that I wouldn't, they were forcing teachers, they forced teachers all the time to knock on doors and phone bank. So they wanted me to phone bank against school choice. And I said, I can't do it. I'm for, I'm for parents having a choice. Oh yeah, the unions are totally against school choice. So I said, I can't do it. So So literally they wouldn't talk to me for the whole school year. I was isolated. (laughs) Most people can't handle being isolated. No, no, they can't. And that's what actually what I've heard a lot from folks who are homosexual, gay, lesbian, whatever. Part of the reason why they go along with it is they already feel marginalized, right? They already feel like the out group. And so in in order to feel like they belong, they'll go along with it. Yeah, and right. that sense of belonging, that sense of community identity is so, we all as human beings need that. Yes. And so it's like they feed off of our vulnerability right. and our weakness and our needs as human beings in order to facilitate yeah. the, the our own destruction. Exactly. They're using That's our exactly. feelings against us. And, and, I, and I got to tell you something, for whatever reason, the left, yeah. led by the wicked teacher union, wicked unions. Quit putting the word teacher in there. They have nothing to do with teachers. The union activists, mm-hmm. those people are experts at propaganda and yeah. experts at making you feel like dirt about yourself and isolating you. It's a, it's a spirit of death. It's a spirit of anger. It's a spirit of ugliness, right? Mm. It's coming from the pits of hell. So it, they're very effective yep. at it. Our side needs to get more effective. So I, you asked me earlier about like the, the last straw, and I told you about my last straw. But one of the things that we've developed, so, so my husband and I started a nonprofit. Oh. It's called For Kids and Country. For kids why and did, country. Why did okay. we start it? Because we couldn't find anybody who was doing something to speak for the voice of real teachers. We couldn't find anybody who was really helping teachers and helping okay. them to understand the union's bad. Okay. So we started it to expose the unions and to give a voice to teachers. So one of the things I would ask, if you're listening, if you're hearing our voices anywhere and you care, yeah, please, this is your homework. I'm a teacher. I give homework. I can't help myself. So, <laughs> but I only give good homework. I don't give waste of time filling the bubble stuff, right? Coloring. I don't do that. So here's your homework. The action, 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 as Steve Bannon would say, right? Your, your homework. You must help us liberate teachers and other government employees from unions. These unions are their monopoly. We've, because we sued, you no longer are forced to pay them as a condition of employment. Oh, shut up. My entire career, I had to pay them as a condition of employment. We sued 10 teachers from California. They say nothing comes good comes from California. 10 teachers from California sued the unions, California Teachers Association and the National Education Association. And eventually in 2018, you were given the freedom to stop funding government unions. So you don't have to pay them one thin dime or one copper penny. Nothing. Wow. Unions will tell you that you have to. You don't. You don't. Don't have to give them anything. You don't need their liability insurance. None of that. So if you take if you take yourself or others to forkidsandcountry.org and just click on liberate teachers under that is adopt a teacher. It's how you help a teacher to understand the truth about the union and and to get out of the union. And the second thing is union exit. Anyone in a government union, click on that and you find out how to get out of the government union. We help you free of charge. I love it. I love that. I think that's the big thing is because people 
want a sense of belonging, right? If we can provide them the off-ramp, if we can be there and show them, hey, you don't need this. You don't need them to belong. You don't need to be part of their club. Come be part of our club. Exactly. I love that. So you actually, you didn't just stand around and complain about it. You actually created a solution for the problem. Yeah, as I have to tell you something, and, and I say this from the I say this from the most tender place in my heart. This is not a, like earlier when you were talking about cowardice, not cutting people down. It's just the hour is late. America's about to go over a cliff. Yeah. Our children are being sexualized in school. That's I mean, right. how, how much crazier you're going to get? Yeah. So I saw something and it was wicked. And if I would have just complained and done nothing about it, I would be complicit in the evil. I don't want to be complicit in evil. And every time I read the scriptures, I read, be strong and courageous, be a light in the dark. I read all these things that were the the opposite of ignoring or just complaining. And so what I want to say, you talked about earlier about cowardice. You know, there's a scripture in Revelation where the Lord lists the things he hates the most. The top of the list is coward coward. And it talks about how these people will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. So if we're, why would God hate cowardice so much? I I can't speak for God, but I think from reading his word and knowing him, it's because when we're cowardice, innocents get harmed. And look at the children today. The children are, look at the, I mean, they're, they're being, not only trafficked and we're literally murdering them. Yep. Okay. In, in some cities, the most dangerous place for a child is actually Whoa. in his mother's womb. So between the actual murder, right, and then we have sexualization, indoctrination, and all of these things, we are allowing the most vulnerable people in our society to be harmed and exactly. calling it justice yeah, or and medical equity freedom or, or whatever the nonsense yeah. is. So I, I appreciate you sharing that scripture. I got goosebumps when you yeah, said I that. Too. Oh, I man. You guys, stop being a bunch of cowards, okay? Get out there. Stand up for yourself. Stand up for your kids. Stand up for your community. And do it prayerfully. Amen. Because if you go out on your own, you'll get clobbered. But if you go out in the power of the Lord, we have a prayer team that prays for us. They're praying for us right now. Constantly praying for us. I love that. I mean, we just don't get taken out. I mean, they say nasty things about me all the time. But whatever happened to sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. This is what I'm saying. This is literally my thing. Like, there have been people who have gone out and risked life and limb, literally been shot at, lost limbs for the sake of our freedoms. Right. And you're going to complain about having somebody call your names exactly hurting your little feelings exactly yeah okay so we got the book we got the book standing up to goliath okay and you said you there's a the movie is we, we produced a movie called whose children are they you okay. can find that at whose children are they.com okay we have a non-profit for kids and country come find us at for kids and country.org okay. click on liberate teachers to figure out how to get out of the union and how to help teachers to learn excellent. the truth excellent now what about social media how, oh how we're all over the place it? you can follow me on all social media at Rebecca for kids, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-F-O-R kids, Rebecca for kids. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Thank you for all the work that you do. And thank you, especially for, you know, trying to liberate people from the unions, because I think we need more people to show and demonstrate how terrible they are. Yeah, they need to be illegal again. And that's the bottom line. Make unions illegal again. Love it. Let's make a hat. I, that's good. That's a good idea. That's a good do, hat. It, do it. Do it. All right. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Thank you. See you later.